We interrupt this program. To bring you the program. We're interrupting. The following program is... It's Retreating Laughs. Oh, and there we go. We're back to a promising start there. We've got the producer badges. Can you believe it for the last show? The Shadow. What was he called when we had him on? The Shadow. The Shadow. The Shadow. Nathan. He's back. Is he going to speak? No. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, nearly. Nearly dropped some words, but didn't drop any words at all. We're back with you. Another week of retreating laughs. It's just ticked over 7 o'clock on your Wednesday evening. It's the first time you've tuned in. This is Retreating Laughs. It's a JS comedy show. We'll be playing clips of comedians talking rubbish. The serious business of comedy, as it was put in the article this week for JS. You said serious business. Of comedy. What? Can you. You know. It was in an article on Jair. It was the first year birthday in the Jewish news, and I was reading it, and we got a mention, and the mention was there's shows, there's art, there's uh, photography, there's travel writers, which was on previously, and uh, there's also the serious side of comedy. Comedy. That, that, that what was they're saying there is there is a comedy show, and it's not that funny, so take what you can from it. Take what you can. And... It's also uh, a, sad, a bit of a sad show tonight. It is a sad show, because this empire of this serious side of comedy is, is being split up today. This is the last one for me and James for until it, until it moves to London, really. So, mm. yeah. any thoughts on that, James? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if me or Jay are completely happy with that idea. Well, you know, that is happening. So we've got a good show for you tonight. The, the, the studio's full already. We got These people, I don't know if we're naming people. We've got Nathan back in the room. We've got... Uh, that was Nathan, was Nathan, if you didn't <laughs> realise there, that one man clapping his own name. We've got some fans in. We've got Phil in. important. We've got Phil. We've got Phil, fan of the show, right? Text in previously and we say, come in, Phil. You'll have a ball. Phil, do you want to say hello? Hi, how you going? Oh, Phil in the background there. Also an Englishman, if that matters. All the best things are. Hmm. English. Yeah. Oh, we'll get him a microphone. He's cracking oh, jokes. Yeah, he's, he's non-stop. He loves the show. All right. And Mark McConnell. We've got Mark later. McConnell. He's on his way. He's just having a, a subvacle up in the uh, Greek area of this place where we are. We're not going to mention. Yep. Mm. Excellent. So, yeah, it's going to be a special show. We've got uh, some of the best uh, comedy tracks that we've played throughout the uh, 38 episodes. We've got James rapping, everybody. James is going to rap on the show finally, later on. Finally, finally, for John, I'm gonna we're going to play Soul, Soul Trip for him because he didn't believe it was going to happen. He wanted to know what it sounds like. I, he won't believe me that it's not rubbish. So we were just uh, keying up with the tracks there. Uh, uh, wait so till you hear the names of these tracks. Stay tuned be. for this if you want to cringe and possibly throw stuff at the radio. Um, and what else? And just good comedy tracks and good music. Now, when we started the show, how did we used to bring it in? We used to come in and we, we didn't have a clue what we were doing, really. Yep. We were just poking at stuff with sticks. So we always like, we, basically, we set up with a song because we get into the studio, we get set up. We used to do two songs and we used to have a little battle with each other. Then it came friendly and then we, we'd, a lot of stuff happened with it and then we stopped it. Now it's just Because we, we got better at what, what we do. But let's go back to basics, James, right? This right. week. I watched a film called Big Lebowski. Great right? movie. And, you know, the, the Jesus. Yep. Who, who uh, I don't want to say what he does, but he's not a nice man. And he has to explain himself door to door and explain why he's not a nice man. Yep. I don't know if that... that. Jesus, don't mess with the Jesus. Yeah, don't mess with the Jesus. <laughs> but this is when he's bowling, and he, uh, this is a version of Hotel California. You can start playing it because the intro's mentally long. Um and we've been dancing all around our house to this this week. It's a great tune. This is uh, Hotel California. This is John's uh, nomination to the craziest by, cover. Yeah, by the Gypsy Kings. And I believe it or not, yours is a Gypsy song as well. Yeah, it's all Gypsies in here. Well, wait for this and enjoy this on J87.8 FM. Thank you. 
That was uh, Hotel California by the Gypsy Kings. The Gypsy Kings. And this is our Gypsy uh, standoff we're having. The Gypsy Uh, Mexican standoff. He's got the best Gypsy track, and it has to be a cover. Very hard requirements, uh, this week's theme. Yeah. Uh, That was awesome, though. And when I saw what you'd put down, I was very happy because it's a great song. Didn't know what else could really match it. Luckily, in the week, I was sent a video of some Russian martial art guy in prison wielding an axe around and teaching lessons. On martial who, arts who? in a prison. Why? Why? Just to watch. It was pretty funny. Who sent it? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Who, who, no. who sent it? Yeah. Why did they send it? Yeah. Don't know. I've never. Sent, I haven't sent a video since yeah. 1998. Oh, maybe I just came across it on my. Uh, I'm lying. I send cat gifts all the time. Do you? All the time. I love them. 
Anyway, this guy's wielding an axe. Yeah. And he's in a prison and he's huge and he's teaching like the other dudes martial arts. Like, why would you let the dude have a pri- uh, like an axe in the prison? I don't, like, th- I don't think he's real. You need to watch the video. He's a big guy and he's in there for murder or something else. That he's got aside, what track did you pick, James? <laughs> it's a very interesting point, though. So in the background while I'm watching this, this version of It's My Life by John Bon Jovi comes on. And Good song. I hate the song. Absolutely hate the song. You don't like John Bon? You know, he's been with I'd, his missus before he got famous. Beautiful man. He's, he's prettier than most of the women I've been with. Let's yeah. get that out there. <laughs> and he's been with his wife since that's his, that's the only person he's yeah. been with. But I don't what even, a ledge. But I don't even think John Bon Jovi enjoys being John Bon Jovi. Why not? He's come out in an interview and regretted some of the choices he's made musically. Well, we've all regretted, but, but there's nothing wrong with living on a prayer. No, dead or alive. Summer of 69. Books. That's not even him, you muppet. <laughs> Who's that? It's Brian Adams. It's Brian Adams? Yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah, I know is, how the song it, goes. It is, but I'll tell you what. He's also a good looking man. song and get me out of this. Uh, this is the cover of a horrible Bon Jovi song, and this is the only way it's quite bearable. Enjoy this one. This is uh, Gogo Bordello. Song for a broken hearted. No silent prayer for the faith departed. I'm gonna be just a face in the crowd. You're gonna hear my voice. I shut it out loud. It's my life, and it's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive.
was a good one. That uh, was awesome. I, um, I, I don't know what was going on in that. I was I was busy rushing around, r- rushing around. Go go Bordello. No, well done. To get Mark McConnell in the studio. He's Mark McConnell. Downstairs. Hola. How you doing? That oh. song was like uh, Eurovision on acid or something. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very exciting yeah. for a song. Yeah, I was bouncing to that. I wanted to be gypsy for three minutes if, and uh, if you six wanna seconds. You find it on YouTube, right? It's called it's Go Go Bordello, but it's an L on end. I don't know if it's Pronounce the first word. Right, so it's G-O-G-O-L, so Go Go Bordello. I don't know why I'm doing a Spanish accent. It's my life. It's my life. If you watch the video, it's of two... Um, Russian ladies, <laughs> yeah, and it's just some the dudes dedicated because uh, I, I found it on this Russian fighter clip that I was telling you, and then I went on YouTube to find it for the show, and I couldn't find that clip, so I'm like, how can, how can I find out what the the song is? And uh, I finally found it, but the only person who's put it on has done like a tribute, so he's got um, like his photos of his part on his partner and her daughter, so just clips just moving like that, and to the to the song of that. <laughs> So that's what we had to find. So while we found it, we're watching like two Eastern Europeans just like on t- on a holiday, just waving behind like the Eiffel Tower and stuff like that, just, or in front of the Eiffel Tower, depends Looking where the camera east, was. You know, in a very Eastern European. When you're Eastern European and you have a stunning, yeah, or it's, you're not. It's a very hit or miss uh, mm. sort of. It was miss. Generalizing, um, that, generalizing. Mark McConnell, you're back in the studio. You're here for another week. You're late. Why? Trains, man. Just trains. That is. Uh, uh, not that's an excuse. That's the that's what we're dealing with here. I haven't seen him for a week, Mark McConnell. I see him like I haven't seen probably every other day now, and uh, we haven't seen each other for a week. What have you been up to, Mark McConnell? What have I been doing? Uh, gigging on Monday. Yeah. Um, Where? Which was an extremely hungover gig, but quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Limerick Arms in uh, South Melbourne, mm-hmm. pretty good gig. And other than that, just. Prepping for this, ready to rock. Oh, prepping! <laughs> You're gonna come just, fully just armed. Not checking up on the train timetables, but I don't know. Uh, are people still on holiday this week? Because there was no traffic coming here. It normally takes me uh, a bit of time. Did you notice that? You wouldn't have, because you're also on the train. You're on the train. You're early, and you're on the train, and you're late. Can you stop banging on that desk? Sorry about that, but I get uh, hey, sound call here. Rattly fingers. Um, Jimmy's very hyper today. He's hyper. I'm excited. He's excited to see. I'm excited to see the back of John. Yeah. <laughs> Attention, whore that I am. Can you say whore? Uh, you can. Just they probably it. can under neck. Understand mm. you saying it anyway. So well, it's like I, it's Irish people can say it. Hoor, but hoor. Yeah. So. Who lit the hooring? Um. You know. Oh, right. <laughs> so before it goes to batch, because that's already going downhill in it. I don't know if we can say it. And then you said it in different accents. And let's find another reason to celebrate, John. Find another reason if to you celebrate. Wanna, right. Text in and say goodbye to James. Say farewell. He's going to Italy. You can go. What are you? Uh, what are you shaking your head at? I was setting you up for the segue. The I don't want a segue. What else can we celebrate? Text in zero four seven double eight triple two five eight. If you've got a question for Mark, he's Irish and a comedian. Zero four seven double eight triple two five eight. You know, I told somebody the text number this afternoon. Yep. Whilst playing pool, they said, "What's the number?" I'll text. You're living in. the dream. You are. I'm no. working away. Oh, You're oh, just playing pool, giving text numbers out. This is big news. Got a, f- a, a free quarter size pool table in my living room. In my living room. Holy smokes. I've got a projector in there. I'm clapping my hands. Got a ping pong table. Yep. It's like a little boy's dream. He's got red leather couches like Ferraris. And you're leaving. And I'm leaving. And you're leaving. It's starting to hurt, really. It is. Um, but what else I found out today was it's Bill Burr's 46th birthday. Uh, it's not important, but it's a comedy show, and I thought, well, smash it out. I think it's a good idea. So Bill Burr swears a lot. I found a clip where he isn't swearing, and he's talking about why men aren't or aren't sensitive. So anyway, so I decided not to go home for the holidays. That's what I'm really trying to tell you here. No, I did. I kind of came to this epiphany. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm 41 years old. My dad had five kids by the time he's my age. I got to get on with my life here. So I was like going, you know what? I'm not, I'm not working Thanksgiving. I'm not working Christmas. I'm not working New Year's. And it was like the middle of October. I was like, wait a minute. What about Halloween? Then my brain was like, you know what? F- this. I'm getting a pumpkin. Right? <laughs> That's how angry my brain is. It can't be just like, you know what? Hey, let's get a pumpkin. It's got to be, you know what? F- this. Let's get a pumpkin. <laughs> That's what I started thinking. Carving that. I'm handing out candy to the kids. I'm meeting them at the door. Hey, what are you supposed to be, huh? Oh, yeah? Full-size Snickers. Bam! Who does that? Who does that? Nobody. Nobody. I will break your f***ing bag with my candy. 
ACDC pumpkin. You ever seen that before? You haven't, right? You tell all your friends where you've seen that. This is how much of a maniac I am. Do you know? This is all true. It took me four trips to go to the supermarket to finally be able to buy this goddamn pumpkin. Because every time I would walk in there to get it, I'd be thinking all these happy thoughts. This is a great thing. I'm embracing the holidays. It's going to bring me and my girlfriend together. This is a very loving thing to do when I'd reach out and grab it. And all I'd hear in the back of my head is, What are you, a fake? And immediately, I had to turn around and walk out. All right, let me explain that joke to functional people in the crowd. Let me explain this. All right. This is how it works with guys. Anytime you do anything remotely sensitive, heartwarming, anything that's gonna make you more of a loving, caring individual, immediately all your guy friends suggest that maybe, just maybe, you wanna suck a <laughs> Oh, it's brutal. Even if you do something smart, right? Like it's raining out. He's got an umbrella! What a fake! Oh my God! What are you afraid of the water? Put your shoulders up, you homo! Jesus Christ! Dude, get away from me with your gay little pumpkin! Oh, it's brutal. Dude, what are you a fag? Is the reason why guys drop at 55 out of nowhere. It's literally from five decades of just suppressing the urge to like hug a puppy, admit a baby's cute, say you want a cookie, you just gotta keep pushing it down. One day you're in a Denny's and they forget to put bananas in your pancakes. You just have like an aneurysm and your head slams off that sticky table. And the last thing you hear before it all goes black is your friends go, he got bananas in his pancakes. What a fag. Oh my God, it wasn't sweet enough with the syrup, you fairy. It's a horrible, horrible way to live your life. And that was Bill Burr there, struggling with being a man, as he does. If you are struggling with being a man, you can check out this year's Fringe Festival. How does he do it? With Mark McConnell and James Rankin, be a man. That's going to be Any Any tidbits from the show, boys? No sneak peeks, but I'm just going to let you in on this. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to give me some of gold then, yeah. and you didn't. Um, I was so, just thinking about that clip. It was just nothing. It was like, bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, no, it's a bit of yeah, It was, but that's Bill Burr, it? should be a plus nine o'clock, but we don't run past nine o'clock. But that can uh, run. I don't know. It just kind of leaves it up to your imagination sometimes. It works off like so much worse. Yeah. I remember that song, um, Nelly, off his groundbreaking release, uh, releasing album. Are you album. talking about Nelly Nathan, and Nathan, Will? Yeah, I remember the one, um, if you want to go take a ride with me, and then yeah, just yeah. go, bleep. Deep, 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 and just like bleep through it when it was on MTV. Yeah, and it wasn't. You went under the. Yeah, and I, I know what you're saying. And I remember because exactly all it actually was saying was smoke an L in the back of a Benzie, which means to smoke a joint in the back of a Mercedes Benz. But it went bleep, but so, and, the, bleep. and I was thinking in my head, yeah, this here we go. Hey, we've got producer, producer back, oh, and I love it. Producer back, it's sick. This is Nelly from. But the Nelly part here, hang on, a, hang on, let's see. That part there, remember yeah. goes, if you want to go get high with me, I used to think it was saying, this is me as like an eight-year-old going, trying to make up my own words, going, if you want to smoke crack in the back of my Cadillac, because <laughs> that's all I could think that rhyming. I didn't know what an L or a Benzie was when I was eight, but I knew what crack and Cadillacs was. So. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> well yeah. Mm. So that's just when it leaves it up to your own imagination, yeah, it can be way worse. Yeah, it can be. Well, I think he did that for effect, and I think it was effective. 10 years later, 15 years later, we're still talking about it, Mike McConnell. Yep. Well done, Nelly. Liked your work. Where are you now? Did, did he have a shaving? No, he did. You know, I'll tell you what he's happened. His brother were in the joint. That's slang for prison. Yep. And he said, I wear this because I'm, I'm hurt and I won't be not hurt until my brother's out of jail. So, so he, this is my band-aid. So he ripped his band-aid up when his brother came out. Yeah. What a dude, eh? Tough. tough well, you must know, have had you a know man. You remember when I was going to be in Be A Man and then I said, oh, I'm leaving. And you're like, oh, well, he can't be in Be A Man anymore. Yep. I'm doing... Sounds like a boy band that you've a left. speech night next month. I'm going to do all my stuff from Be A Man. I'm doing a speech night in Brunswick because that's what they do in Brunswick. Oh, uh, Wednesdays? That'd be clashing with the show? Uh, it'll clash with the show and the stand-up at 59. It's all going to happen that night. And it's like two days before I leave. 
So, so you have to be in like three places at once. I'll get taxis. I'll be Ubering it right up. Uh, yeah. So you're going to do this show. Just put it on your Brunswick. tab. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to go to 59, do no a gig. No way, you're not making Then I'm going to go to Brunswick and do a speech. Uh, at the end, right. So that's... Uh, <laughs> An inaugural that, speech. <laughs> yeah. You're not Barack Obama. You're like I, just, I, just, I find that interesting. I think yeah. it'll be good development-wise for stand-up because I'm going to get up there and I don't have to tell jokes, but clearly I'm going to try. Do a wedding speech or something. Pretend like yeah. you're practicing your mother's best man speech. Oh, pretend you're practicing speech. your sister's Listen. wedding speech. She hasn't invited me to do Are you speech. doing a speech? My I other sister, maid of honour, check this out, I don't know if you care about my family, but <laughs> my sister's maid of honour, me, not even one of them guys that tell you where to sit. Yeah, because it's from the brother, isn't it? Not even Sh- one of them chaperone. guys. Uh, uh, no, Usher. What if we Usher, gave chaperone. Never, never chaperone? What if we gave you some petals? Um, what kind of petals? You can whip down the no, middle of the aisle. No, that's my flower girl. nieces and nephew. Page boy. You'd make a good flower girl. I've been a page boy once. Same as me. Yeah. Me and Matt McConnell, page boys back in the night. Well, this is really riveting stuff. <laughs> it is. Yeah, what a yeah, final studios. show. They know everything about us, even as... Uh, be a man. It's going to be awesome, Mark. Jesus, uh, you shout with that. One not. man's left us, sorry. One boy's left us, never made the transition. And uh, there was two men. I find that offensive, and that kind of takes away from the message of being a man, doesn't it? We're trying to establish here that what does that mean, James? Not to put other people down for not being a man. (laughs) And if they are in their transitional period, they're still a man. They want to be. So it's very topical at the moment. And as always, James, stamping all over political correctness, as usual. You know how it is. He's racist as well. Not as racist. He as isn't. He isn't. I definitely made that up. He's not. A because racist. the next comedian's all the way. No, just kidding. Oh. Um, that would have been a funny segue, but not really. Who? Uh, no, I was going to say like, yeah, someone. You're going to say something about racist, weren't you? Jen? No, I was just going to say. I was going <laughs> to. There he goes again. Oh, racist. It could have been a minority-based uh, comedian. That's all I was going to say. It's not. It's okay. obviously not. Who is it? Well, I think it's going to be Jay Leno. Why? Well, I was actually going to play him when we're talking about David Letterman because I'm thinking Letterman's getting all the hype. Let's give old Jay Leno something more than a pizza. So I thought we'd play him in the end. Apparently Jay Leno was an awesome comedian back in the day. All the good comics, when they've in they documentaries, they love him. You know, the, they the think the he's one of the greatest bar. comics. I've never seen him do stand-up. Let me tell you this. Now. He used to sleep outside the improv bar in, I'm going to say New York, but I might be wrong. And he used to sleep out in the alleyway. He couldn't afford food or anything. Like You used to get a free meal if you were on sometimes. And uh, people used to like go and sleep with prostitutes in his alleyway where he was sleeping. I don't know why I'm telling this story, but what I'm saying is he was very committed and he he got what he deserved, which was millions and millions of dollars. But why was he sleeping there? Just like he was sleeping rough. Free meal. You had to go and audition. He was sleeping rough and he was a pervert. He got the best of it. He wasn't a pervert. He turned up away, he got his head down. It just happened. What that they will? You know, know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, with it. Let's, uh, let, uh, let's let Jay and then, take uh, over. Jay, maybe Jay will so tell us. You, everybody auditioned at the beginning, like say 150 comedians, and they'd only put 20 on that night. And you did that every day and every day and every day and worked on your act. And then um, a lot of people got TV shows out of it, like Jay Leno. Yep. A lot of famous people started there. A lot of the improv, Second City, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Had Amy, uh, the uh, Saturday Night Live girls. It's close. Um, the Saturday Night Live girls and different things and uh, all came from Jason Alexander. Why don't we play Jill and I? Let's play it. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Here's a... Uh, very kind. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Here's a... Uh, thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you. No, that's fine. Thank you. That's very kind. Now here's a story you may have heard. IKEA opened a superstore in Thailand. And the hottest selling item in this IKEA superstore in Thailand is this bed called the Redalan. But apparently the word Redalan has a sexual connotation in Thailand. And the people of Thailand say they are shocked and offended that IKEA is selling this bed with a sexual connotation. And you know, they might have a point if the store wasn't located in Bangkok. (laughs) Hey, are you familiar with a scientist named Neil deGrasse Tyson? Very, very distinguished scientist. Yeah, well, he, uh, he's been doing a lot of the Sunday morning talk shows complaining about the inaccuracy of science fiction films. Like he said, he liked the movie Gravity, but as a scientist, the inaccuracies in the film 
ruined it for him. Like he said in one scene, the space debris is coming from the wrong direction, and that inaccuracy ruined the movie for him. <laughs> hey, how about this inaccuracy, okay? The astronauts are Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, okay? <laughs> that, how that send up a, that send up a red flag? No, I have something. I admit to being old school. Jimmy will snicker at this. I have a flip phone. Okay? Look, I said, no, 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 I've had it since 1999. It works perfectly well. It's still on the original battery. But I thought to myself, this must need a new battery. So I go to the Sprint store in Burbank, and you know, I have like these kids work at these phone stores. I said, excuse me, do you have a battery for this? Nah, -uh, what is that? What is that? I said, it's a. Uh, I said, it's a flip phone, a flip phone, how old is that? How old is that? I said, I said, I don't know, it's like 15 years old? <sighs> yeah, right, like they had cell phones then. No, they had cell phones then. It's not, it's not that, you know, there's not, I'm not a Luddite. I like, the, the iPhone is great for everything except actually making phone calls. You know, because you have to hold it with two fingers. You know, you look like a Nazi smoking a cigarette. Hello, Fraulein, how do you do this? Is... Well, now they have the wrist, an iPhone you wear on your wrist. You thought butt dialing was bad. Oh, my God. Bob, I didn't mean to call you. I'm in the men's room. I must have penis dialed you by mistake. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. I'm... Hey, have you gotten this phenomenon called binge watching where you watch a whole season of a TV show in one sitting? Okay, okay, all right, all right. So how does this work? What, you come home from work Friday night, what? You put on a pair of Depends, you sit on the couch till Monday pretty much? Maybe binge eat while you're binge watching? See, that's another thing that embarrasses me as an American. Competitive eating is now a sport in this country. They cover it on ESPN. This is the only country in the world where eating 300 chicken wings makes you an athlete now. I mean, I mean don't you find that ironic? Competitive eating is a sport, yet somehow, we still can't quite accept soccer, you know? It doesn't, doesn't really seem like a real sport like eating. How many, do you like soccer? How many watch soccer? You know, I tell you know, a lot of Americans think soccer is boring, but I'll tell you something. I watched that last round of the World Cup. For the first half hour, the score was, what, 0-0? Zero, zero? I turned my head away for just one hour, and boom, it was one nothing. Well, you know, now, there's a lot of talk that these World Cup athletes are also on performance-enhancing drugs. You know, you know this performance-enhancing drug? We need to get realistic. See, I think every team should be allowed one steroid freak. Hmm? <laughs> you watch a baseball game, top of the ninth, bases loaded, bring out Mongo. Ah! I mean, guy comes out, holding the bat with one hand, ah! a one-handed home run. How exciting would that be to watch? I mean, you're watching the Tour de France, right? No, look, hey! Everybody's going 35 miles an hour. Here comes Mongo. Oh, 85, 90 miles an hour on a bicycle. Eyes on fire. Who wouldn't watch that? <laughs> hey, you've been following these abuse scandals in the NFL? Did you see those pictures of Adrian Peterson beating his kid with a switch? Did you see those photos? You know something? No child should ever be beaten like that. Okay, except for Justin Bieber. Okay, slap the crap out of that kid. You know. You know what I see? I, I always like it when the NFL uh, players' lawyers try to mitigate the circumstances. Like, remember a while back, what was his name? 55-year-old Lawrence Taylor, NFL Hall of Famer, former New York Giant, convicted of having sex with a 15-year-old prostitute. But Lawrence Taylor's lawyer said after the trial, he did not have sex with the 15-year-old girl. He said he masturbated in front of her. So I think we all owe Mr. Taylor an apology. <laughs> well, I mean, here I was thinking it was some kind of a sleazeball. <laughs> How foolish we all look. Now, oh, speaking of that, two weeks ago on a flight from L.A. to Boston, 26-year-old man arrested for masturbating on the plane. Masturbating on the plane. Here's my question. What flight was he on that had that kind of elbow room? Okay, I can't... <laughs> I can't move, I can't do anything. Well, thank me, you will. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Always wanted to come back after some talk back music like that. I'd love to have a live band. Imagine if that was in the studio.
Well, it's a bit of an outlay. Just it? point over there, and there's. We can't even afford to pay anybody. Now we're lucky to have Nathan on the uh, on the mixing. I just like when we're when you're getting up on nights and they play you on with a song, and it's probably the closest I'll ever be to being a professional wrestler and having my entrance music coming in. Are you doing? I just uh, get carried away and start an hitting egg. people with chairs. Is this your Easter egg? What's that mean? Like you I know, only I know an Easter egg is like just a hidden part of y- a computer yeah. game. No, it's a hidden part of anything. So what you do is you hide wrestling in every episode. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end of this show, no, the end of our last show, Mark, we're going to devote five minutes to the wrestle-off. Okay. Right, so get prepared. What you was whispering at like little girls? Well, You're on radio. I was thinking, I was, there was an Easter egg a while ago. Now, for those of you listening, John uh, got taken by some American girl, and every episode he used to sneak a little message in to her for her because she was listening, whether it be oh, something about that? the that songs. Was, that was funny. Would you ever, but then he went through some hard time, wasn't going well. He felt quite, he felt, I'm not sure how he felt, but it wasn't good. That's, this is, you know, this is picking on somebody now, isn't it? It's quite extremely offensive. I was taken by this girl, and I liked her for a very brief period, and then, you know, uh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to rap then. I was going to cry. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to really cry. Uh, yeah, no, he used to get little messages into her and little songs. I had no idea. Because they're little things only, you know, only you and you me know, get. Let me tell you this. Let me drop this bombshell on you. <sighs> Fans of the show, you know how I feel about Netflix. She changed the Netflix passwords. We've had American she Netflix. the Netflix password. We've had American yesterday. Netflix for so long. I messaged her about two months ago and said, is it cool for me to continue using it? She's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yesterday. Um, do you know how close I am to finishing Doctor Do you know what Doctor the password Who? is, don't you? Yeah, die, John, John Gray. Die. Yeah. It's just John Gray. Well, I've had enough. and So so now you're on the Australian Netflix. I mean, Netflix. now I'm on Australian Netflix. Half content. I'm not far off finishing Doctor Who. He's Maybe. with his last companion. He's up-to-dating companions. All right, Maybe it's a sign true. to get a job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to get a job doing? Cash in hand? It's illegal. Well, if you take it. <laughs> well, I can't. I, I, I'm... I can't, I can't do that. I do work. What I do work is I'm a stand-up comedian, Matt McConnell. Uh, me and James was on, and you were supposed to come and support us. I wasn't supposed to be on. James was on at... Newbie Comics. Newbie Comics. In, Thursday uh, night. In a, a venue. A really mm. cool venue. The sub club. Because I'm there, because I'm awesome. They said, do you want to jump up for new five? I said, yeah, well, no. And he picked himself off his knees and uh, said thanks for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, that's a gay joke, so... Homophobic. I just think you're begging. Racist, homophobic. Uh, what are we going to do next? Uh, Zen- so Zenophobic. that was really good. Mark wasn't there. <laughs> that wasn't homophobic. You looked like, really hurt then. Like, was that homophobic? I was coming up with another one. <laughs> right. uh, that was a good gig. Mark, uh, where, where was you? Mark wasn't there. Disappointed. I week. was working late and I stayed at home and I wrote a whole new set. So that's pretty good. Selfish. That pretty good. Uh, that's what yeah. that is. Selfish. Is. <laughs> um, you should be supporting me really because, you know, like I'm not going to be here around. And then I had a gig on Monday and, and someone didn't come and support me who lives around the corner from the uh, gig. So if we're throwing out those cards... I'll tell you what happened. I went to Mornington Peninsula, right, and it was freezing. And you know when it just drains you mentally no. and physically, the cold does that. Oh, you had a day off. And then we stopped and we got some red wine. And I, I was warm in my house. What do you want from me? The come down to the gig... So maybe How the did last it go? Time. Funny at the Brunei. Yeah, Terrific really venue. Well. Very supportive crowd. Very supportive crowd. If they're paying attention. Because this is not a main room, we talk about this often, the comedy rooms that are dedicated to comedy, most people just shut up and listen to the comedy. When it's a bar like that, you have some at the front, some people are just there for a chat. There was one guy, Phil, you were there. There was one drunk, loud voice guy who was the worst, who was just talking. I'm sorry about that. I didn't know. This is Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil, fan of the show. He's in the studio. Phil, how are we doing for the show tonight? That's not bad. I'm enjoying it. He's enjoying it. Well, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Live experience. Uh, he won the competition. Listen to he's every episode. Speaking, speaking better to me than my first probably four shows, and yeah. he's, probably, he's probably said more to me. I think I struggle to say. He's at every show. Anything. He's at every show. Anything at all. Um, so you know the show's going well. Why is it going well? I forgot what we're talking about. That's probably why. Gigs. It's going well. we were talking about gigs. Gigs. Yep. Uh, where are you playing next, Mark McConnell? Playing. Oh, uh, performing. I think 
I think I'm on 59 next week. So next week, 59, 59, 59 on write that in your diary. That's Richmond. station 59 on Church Street. 59 Church Street, funnily enough. Wow. Uh, you can see me and James Rankin do our final gig together. We do it in most every gig together. It's very uh, But this weird. is the last one. Uh, this is the last one. Yep. And it'll be Stand Up at the Attic. Do you, get, any, do you get weird Street. questions when we ask for gigs for two of us? Because people ask why. Why? Uh, are you speaking to Beck Hagen the other night, and she's like, "Used to do everything together. Why you're do you do everything?" You're together? like the Ross and Rachel of comedy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm Rachel, better looking, and a woman, and yeah, feel sorry for Rachel now. Why? She's she always looking in love, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she, she is. You know, she she should have she should have got married to Fred. old mate Brad Pitt. Why are we talking about celebrity I don't stuff? Know. This What's is going horrible. on? This is and you can see us tomorrow at Stand Up in the Attic, Chapel Street, and it's the the rebranding, relaunching the night. Are they? Oh the, yeah, you should read the poster that you tagged in, James. <laughs> the relaunching the night. They've now you can view them from upstairs or something like that, and they've got some an amazing lineup. We are part of that it's amazing a very lineup. Good lineup yeah. We are, and the, uh, that starts from eight pm. It really do- is a four dollar pizzas. You can't get a four dollar anything in Australia. Can of mutter I got was four dollars, but the pizzas there are awesome as well. Four dollars. I actually had I spent ten dollars on a pizza yeah. across the road from our venue where we're doing our fringe show. Where is that? Be a man. On Smith Street, and we're doing it in Kaz Rytops. Kaz Rytops, uh, 80 Smith Street. That's going to be the uh, venue, the beautiful uh, attic. It's an actual attic. No, it's not it's an a attic. It's a cellar, isn't it? It's a cellar, isn't it? It's downstairs, it's cocktail bar, beautiful room. It is a very beautiful bar. It's a very beautiful room. It should uh, promote good comedy, and uh, really looking forward to um, that. Tight jeans are constricting my um, testicles. <laughs> 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 Sorry, people, my jeans were riding up there. They uh, get uncomfortable. Yep. What was your, what's um, your venue? That's how much John cares about our show now that I, he's left it. I, I, yeah, he would rather about talk me, about... Well, you know... In your head. Your attention span's just gone, man. You need to start smashing some mutters or... Mm. Not not smashing mutters, like actually attacking <laughs> mutters. That'd be, that'd be a pretty awful thing to do. Yeah. But um, Depends on the... Anyway. Um, I don't drink that rubbish. Poisoning children of today, that is. How, how's this, right? Australians in the room, not yourself, but uh, what is the deal with iced coffee? Why do you drink so much of it? It's horrible. I don't actually mind iced coffee, you but smash I, I really it like drink it. mothers. Do we? I didn't know that. This is one it's like very cafe. Popular here. It's one cafe. And I, think it is, I think it's the lack of tea and taste. And taste. See, Phil, Phil chiming in. The other two, my other co-hosts are not chiming at all, not giving me a bar, just going to let me go I'd down with this one. I well, have. you've just insulted mothers, so yep. mm-hmm. I'm not going to back you up. Mothers? Oh, this, the energy drink. So, no, thanks thanks you. for your backup with that one. Trying oh, to go into a bit is, of a bit there. If there's a bit there, I don't And that's know fine. I expect nothing less. They've just abandoned me. This is my final show with them. Um, they don't care. I don't know where you're drawing that from. Mm. The iced tea? You're just sitting in one cafe. I'm not going back on it now. I mean, I can't dig my way out of this hole of the iced tea now. The the bit wasn't that funny to start with. All right. So what I'm going to do is we're going to build them back up. I'll build you two back up. Right. This is this is a new band. This is a new new song by Flume. Right. And this is Some Minds featuring Andrew Watt. We don't know what it is, but Mm. producer. Enjoy it. Nathan assures it's brilliant.
that's Flume there, right, on Retreating Laughs. There, that is Some Minds. And the video is very cool. It was all filmed in the uh, Sydney Opera House. Australian uh, dude, isn't it? Doing Australian really well. dude. Uh, two dudes, I think. Two dudes. One's called Adam Andrew Wyatt. And we're it's doing. Like we're having a game of charades. Producer Nathan, you it's, can speak. It's one dude. How many? Syllables? Correct us. Correct us. Music what happened? Man. He's twenty-two years old. Oh, he's twenty-two. That's what the two men. Don't come at us with a fact like that. Twenty-two. What? A, I mean, what, what are we doing there? What's what a legend. There? My car, the car that I bought in Sydney when I first moved to Australia, like after like two weeks of being in Australia, had this. It came with this um, flume. His first album. I can't remember the name of it. It was pretty sick. But then that car was subsequently stolen with flume inside it, so that ended my brief on a, on a CD. The CD was in the CD player. Jesus, I didn't even know we sold CDs anymore. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think that was a thing. I'm going to go back to uh, the UK where DVD rental's still a thing. It's People actually still rent DVDs. Where are we? What's going on? But then there's a place on Victoria Street where I live, and Do it, it, it's like. Yeah, but it's, it has like all kind of like uh, from like the southeast and like like Asian kind of countries. They have mm-hmm. like the DVD sales. It must be like DVDs from their home country that are still popular with like some of the yeah, local yeah. community. But then I think like how in this day and age does the DVD rental stop stay afloat? Yeah, and they also sell smoothies. So I went in to get a smoothie, and then I looked around and they're pretty much like ninety percent dirty DVDs. Ah, okay. So that's like, okay, makes this sense. There's one uh, in Brunswick and they're still selling VHS, believe it or not. Well, that's Brunswick. Uh, yeah, Boy. exactly. And it, But there's, there's a section in there called Australian. They've spelled Australian wrong in their own video shop. What are you doing? And they've corrected it with a marker pen. Just redo the sign. Redo. It's the most important section in it. And you're not going to go... But that's what I don't understand about JB Hi-Fi. It's like, they're having like a big sale where they're probably, they're going to kill it in this stupid budget. With everything just being claimed off on that on that tax rebate, and then they can't even—they're just so cheap to even do any like proper advertising. They have like black bin bags and everything saying "sale, sale" yeah. out the front of the That's store on like sale it is. on Elizabeth Street and stuff like wherever. Like it's ridiculous, like bin bags for advertising, and like just crummy markers and just. just yeah. Yeah. It's like it's that warehouse sort of feel, so everyone everyone can afford it, you know, sort of thing. Well, that's your film. What about those stores like you see down Bridge Road in your part of town, Mark, where it's just closing down sales all the time? The <laughs> thing's been there for five years. Yeah. It's like closing down when? Like everything closes down eventually. Um, At yeah. 6 p.m. every day it closes down. Yeah, we just want to sell it like, like a grocer. You know what yeah. I mean? No <laughs> this apple ain't going to be here tomorrow whether someone buys it or not. So Flume there, bringing it back with the, uh, the hipster vibes. Nathan, do you mind me calling you a hipster? You, you, you don't dress like a hipster. But he's just young. Is it because he's young? Is you listen like him? a hipster. He's got a bit of a, the, the 90s yeah, funk going on there. Yeah, I, said, I did say funk. Um, so what I did is I went into my favourite pub. When I came to Melbourne, I came to Melbourne and I missed the pub. I See, missed the pub. It's a different like, pub you, culture. When you're in the... If you're Briarish. Uh, yeah. Yep. If you're Briarish, back home, everything's pub-oriented. And not that I want that for my life, not that that's everything I wanted, but I did miss that. I came to Melbourne and I found... Uh, a local pub called The Retreat, right? Great pub. In Brunswick. Which plays a part in me. Terrific. Things. It's played such a part in my life over the last three years that I'm going to mention it on the radio. But this is what happened in uh, on Friday. I went in there and nobody was above the age of 23. Uh, doesn't make a difference. You're all right to be young. It's not, not going to young people. Everybody's wearing these uh, 90s fashion, so it looked like... Step back you know, into a time warp. Yeah, it a, looked like a Doncaster warehouse rave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was horrendous. Everybody, it was just full of d- douchey dudes. Anyway, so then there's a band, a three-piece band. There's like a nerdy dude playing two organs simultaneously that would just like you know Ross out of Friends when he does that them sounds. Hmm. I don't know if you've seen that Ross, the character in Friends, and he does the sounds. The second guy, two Friends references, right. What 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 Three. what's wrong with friends? Anyway, go on. The second guy is playing like bass guitar, and the third guy has just got two like Wii remotes in his hands, and he's doing <laughs> the beats, and he's doing funny noises. The people are captivated by these three dudes that just look like they haven't seen a woman. Wow! And it was ridiculous. <laughs> and I was in there, and I was very annoyed. And I had one pint of Guinness. I didn't even finish my pint of Guinness. Oh! And I just said, I'm going on. This is the end of a retreat for me. 
Wow, there it is. So you went words you, of the mouth. You gave them a huge shout out, guys. It's, it's been such there. a big. I went back in there yesterday. I had a, I had a really good time. <laughs> this, this is the, the unemployed of, life. The this is the <laughs> unemployed life. I, so sign me up. Nothing. The rest of us are just working away. Now the retreat paid a big part in the name of this show. Uh, there's see, a bit of that's trivia. That's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. Trivia it's for the final us. show. We were talking. What are we going to name the show? John had come on full time, and it was just figuring out what are we going to name the show. I was only part time before. Part time and, on uh, weekends. You know, it's like Mark is now full circle. We come. And um, circle of life. That's mm-hmm. that's it. And uh, soon it will just be Nathan's show because he's the youngest. Uh, following that, so we was in the pub and we used to write a sitcom together, but then we was overstretched and we, there was too much stuff to write, and we used to write in the retreat, and we used to have a laugh. Yeah, there's oh, a, there's, there's, don't take a rocket scientist. There's a point to. Um, I'm just drawing a square. Sorry, mate. I know no, you're, you're looking you're at that me as off if I'm doing really. something. I'm just drawing a rectangle. There's a point where you write a sitcom and you realise that's going to take a lot of work and you stop. Uh, well, not everyone, but we did. No, we had a lot. We had the show going on. Yeah, we, we had stand up going on. We had a lot of stuff going on. We had. Uh, we. Mm, mm, no. Speaking personal. of music, though, John. Speaking of music, now with JA does an awesome uh, trance show on Saturday night, right? What's it called? With our man, Trans Groove. Now we've with- just got a text in. Oh, Burn the from the stuff. host himself, Irwin. Irwin Ansies. So uh, big shouts out to him and tune into his show. He, he's a very Saturday supportive night. man, he's so v- we should support him. He's always helped us out. Trans grooves, bringing you all the trans grooving that you need. Yeah, the best uh, EDM show in Melbourne, I'll say Australia. Actually, you'll hear his um, promo will come up if you listen after seven fifty-seven. How about um, somebody else? Which is quite in. exciting. Someone else is texting, and I'm um, your biggest fan. Anonymous, strange Anonymous. name to have. That could be um, the hackers. Watch it. Watch yeah. them, dudes. There oh, was hackers. I hope the it is. Hackers. I hope I'm on their radar. And what they say, we John, got, we will find you. What's the producer doing here? Let me see. I'm going to put that number in. I'm my curious. Phone. It's all right. Uh, he's always talking about. So what? We've we've come to the end of John, and we've come on to the uh, our favourite Melbourne comedian, Mark McConnell. Mark he's McConnell. gone in a big circle. Oh, what are you doing, Matt? Are you leaving? I was building you up, man. Circle of life there, man. You started walking out the door. This is the first movie my little brother ever saw. Right. That's it. What about yourself? Talk about yourself. How, how excited you are to be... Aladdin was the first movie I saw. And the, remember the video game? Don't get into this, because it'll go on and on and on. Prince of Thieves is a great game. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's boring. We got There's a game show on. We don't need it. Big shout out to Erwin. Look, uh, we've got a great second hour coming up with you after 8 o'clock. We've got uh, even funnier clips than you've heard so far. You've got more nonsense from us. You've got Nathan on the decks bringing in little clips James and is silly rapping, little James things. is rapping in the there's, second hour. There's going to be a song from an old band from Melbourne, old hip-hop, trip-hop, whatever you want to call it, coming up in the second hour. We're about to go to some uh, ads where you can support uh, the station and all things to do with uh, Jair. Um, but look, thanks for listening to this hour. We're going to be uh, with you to nine o'clock tonight. It's our last show. Just James and John together. A treat and laughs will go on. Of course. And uh, yeah, got some really exciting stuff. So listen to the ads. Stay Buy tuned. Support Jay Air, and uh, we'll speak to you in about three minutes. Thanks, guys. Local radio by local people. Jay Air, eighty-seven point eight FM. כאן דפנה, ורונן, peace of mind, כל ראשון בין 10 ל-11 בבוקר וגם רביעי בין 8 ל-9 בבוקר. פוליטיקה, מדע, חברה וכלכלה. תרבות, מוזיקה מדליקה וסיפורים מעניינים מכל העולם. stay tuned. Listen in to Schlepping and Schmoozing with Alex Daphner and Leon Gettler every Thursday at 5pm. We discuss all the week's news and events from Australia and from around the world and from Israel and the Jewish world to arts and culture. It's Schlepping and Schmoozing. So come join us at 5pm every Thursday. Hi, Eti Tamir here. I would love you to stay tuned to J-Air and listen to Words Matter, focusing on fine Israeli music for you. I promise to find the interesting things for you every day at 10 p.m. and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Saturday at 10 a.m. and Tuesday at 5 p.m. I'll be waiting for you. Let's go! Hi, this is Abe from Abe's Dikulam Hour. 
we have a chance to explore all the issues that could crop up that you wonder about how to make the world a better place. This is your chance to explore that further every Sunday night from 9 till 10 p.m. only on J-Air 87.8 FM. J-Air, the new voice of Melbourne's Jewish community, has business sponsorship opportunities now available across a diverse and interesting range of radio programs and topics. From business and finance to travel, photography, wellness and sport, you can show your support as a station or program sponsor. Simply email advertise at j-air.com.au. J-Air 87.8 FM. CoBuild is an award-winning property development and construction company in Melbourne. CoBuild, a family business with a commitment to excellence in building, technical knowledge and attention to detail, consistently delivers high-quality residential and commercial projects to discerning clients. For an architectural masterpiece to be proud of, call CoBuild on Melbourne 9827 1217. You are tuned into the Habbo radio station everyone loves. J-Air 87.8 FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And online at j-air.com.au. Don't wait for the interrupting because it's the second hour. So we're in the second hour. We're in the second hour. Retreating laughs with Mark McConnell. Yo, yo. James Rankin. Yep. John Green. 